Hello, Danny. We're back after a brief hiatus. <laughs> what a hiatus! It's hilarious. <laughs> I know our our three listeners, me, you, and your boyfriend, are really, really. We're just so sad to see us gone. Like, on the edge of our seats, like, just waiting, waiting for the next episode to drop. I know we all are. Falling with tears with anticipation. No, like, I simply can't go on until another episode is released. No, me neither. Like, this is just, like, the perfect, like, like, fuel for my narcissism. Like... (laughs) I, I think my favorite part, not even recording it, is just listening to it back and being like, oh no, my god, I'm so funny. <laughs> that's fully the best part, is like, after you're done editing and you send it out, and like, I listen to the whole thing, even though we just had the conversation, and I like, relive it, and I'm like, oh my god, like, who are these people? Like, they're so crazy. Like, they're so funny with them. <laughs> no, because fully, like, the dissociation the, the is so high <laughs> that I just don't even recognize that that's myself. I'm like, wow, I would love to be friends with these people. Like, wow, they're so cool. Like, who is she? It's so funny, because one thing I noticed about, like, hearing myself back is that I hate my voice a lot less now, I think. Actually, same. Pod. Actually, same. I, like, used to dread it, but, like, now, like, listening back to the podcast, I actually don't, like, cringe at my voice at all, which is kind of, like, wow. Absolutely. I'm, like, okay, like, he's just a little gay sounding, which is unfortunate, but, like, <laughs> it's also, like, I don't have the worst gay voice I've ever heard, which makes me really happy. Oh, no. Like, you, know? you don't even have, like, in the top 10 worst gay voices that I've ever heard. Oh, he's saying I'm top 15? That's so sweet. <laughs> I'll take it. No, you you don't have like the very like nasally and like high pitched and like very like ending every question with a sentence type of gay voice. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't, I, mean? I don't. I don't appreciate men speaking in upspeak. You know that's very female behavior. Um, right, that's a female trait. You know, and I'm not a dual, so I'm just not going <laughs> to speak like that. But so Kyle, right? How about his voice? Would you say he has an annoying gay voice? <laughs> I can't. No, <laughs> kidding. No, I actually, I actually wouldn't. He's also not in like the top ten worst like gay voices I've ever heard, which is like his is slightly more like slightly less deep than yours but it's still not like the very aggressive like up speak and like yeah like you know what i mean yeah well you should tell him that i love him and that i'm i'm now a kyle stan and <laughs> i i want to put this on record like on the internet that kyle i do stand you if you are listening um <laughs> you probably aren't but not are. the not the olive branch being extended no i had to i just you know gays should support gays like what happened to women <laughs> supporting women and as gays we're obviously like women by proxy so so true like you guys should just be welcome in any women's spaces like you're i basically think so women. like female locker rooms um like female, female bathrooms, bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> female changing rooms like just yes everywhere. especially those you know the, the maternity ward like like we obviously don't like like women or anything like you know so it's fine so it's fine like if you like hate women then like what are you gonna do like exactly yeah do you think being gay is inherently misogynistic no not at all like i don't think that being gay is misogynistic but i do think that some of the ways that gay men approach their like interactions with women because they see it through a lens of like oh i'm gay so i can say this and it's fine 
is misogynistic, even if it's not like they're they're meaning to be. You know what I mean? Well, because they're stupid fucking fags. Right. Right. <laughs> I just no. To say that. I mean, like, gay men have been some of the most like misogynistic people I've ever met. Maybe even like more so. Maybe just like more aggressively and like in a more insidious way than like straight men are if you know what i mean yeah because i i think when it comes to gay men it's exactly what you said they have that entitlement that like straight men don't and i think that like entitlement makes them so bitchy (laughs) yeah no it is that and i feel like sometimes gay men see women as like their competition which is so weird. Which is ridiculous because we're not competing for the same men, baby. Like, I mean, maybe we are. Like, maybe so, we are. But fun like, fact: my little sister used to be homophobic, right? Before I came out. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me explain why, right? Because it's this is all like, like this is all rooted in like completely justifiable like psychology, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. So me and my little sister went to a really small elementary middle school. So there was like, I think in her class, there were maybe 30 kids in mine to 40. Like, yeah. So there were like close to 40 kids, nothing crazy. And right. um, basically like what I learned from her experience is she basically only had one gay guy in her class or maybe two. And this one gay kid would like fight girls what the fuck which is like so weird like he would fully so weird girls and it's like like in the class that he would have beef with and it's like no like at the end of the day no matter how much you think you're a woman and like also i fully believe that this man is trans like he's gonna come out eventually like that's also my theory but Uh like that's completely unrelated but he literally would like fight these girls like no matter how much you think you're a woman like you have the strength and ability of a man yeah you're you're yeah i mean you're you're a man let's say me and my sisters are like play fighting and like you know whatever like, I, as a man, even though I have zero muscle mass on my upper body, like, fully, like, if I even just, like, slap them, like, as a joke or whatever, like, it will hurt. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because, like, you, when you're a man, you just, you know, sexual dimorphism. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who would have who guessed? Who would have guessed? No, literally. No, literally. You know, and that's that. But so she was homophobic. And then I came out and she became queen ally period she was like oh i guess they're not all bad yeah because i would never fight a girl you fucking kidding are you kidding and also i would never fight a gay guy are you kidding me like what what are we doing well here's the thing you wouldn't fight a gay guy because if you hit them it would be a hate crime given your past so true no you're right i have to stay on the clean clean and narrow like i can't be doing that again (laughs) she can't go back to the to the block guys right no i can't i can't do it anymore i've made a i've made a pledge to turn around my life um so no i will not be committing hate crimes anymore like that's that's all behind me you should all forgive me (laughs) it's never happening again guys she swears no i swear like it's like i'm dead serious like so do you want to talk about doja cat Let's get into Miss Dojer. Okay, so you start, please, because I feel like you have a lot more information than I do. Okay, so um, to sum up the situation, um, there's a YouTuber named Miss Lori Hill who um, makes these videos where she kind of assesses a celebrity's plastic surgery um, and what she hypothesizes that they might have had done. And um, she recently did an episode on Doja Cat. And um, Doja 
did not take kindly to that at all and like got on Instagram live like going brazy like super angry about it and um basically said that she was like lying like called her out and like threatened her she was she was doing the she was doing a lot like for absolutely no reason like I totally think that Doja could have completely ignored the that existence of that video but that's the issue at hand well I find it super interesting because like when it comes to Lori Hill for example I've been following her for a very long time same and like for almost probably since the pandemic so probably almost two years now and yeah same I got into her around like I think probably last year I I found her channel through the Dove Cameron video (laughs) iconic video iconic and I'm fascinated by this woman like particularly because like she's had a lot of work done I think she's gorgeous yeah she's had a lot of work done so like she does have a special and plastic surgery is her hobby which is like iconic I think I think it's so funny that she says that yeah and she has like a unique perspective on everything you know so like she can really look and when she does make her videos like she will get the same photo from the same angle on the same like like um focus like aperture or something on the camera and like right she can really like you could just and she'll do a fade and you can like literally see their nose physically shrink or this hat change and like it's very like what she's saying is very legit and what I find very interesting is that like so Lori Hill she has what like let's say 347,000 no she has 373,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and they have Doja Cat who across all of her platforms probably has upwards of like I'd say probably 100,000 followers right. right I don't know she might have a million on Instagram she has 20 million oh okay Lori? yeah Doja has 20 million on Instagram I'm showing her across her other platforms she has more so let's say she has like 50 million right so on a social media like scale of it you already have such an like crazy platform and let alone the fact that you're quite literally the biggest pop star right now like right probably i'd say she's bigger than dua lipa that's my opinion oh i would agree no i would totally agree and so you're literally the pop queen right now and you're gonna be for a very long time and like you're attacking this youtuber who I assume, I know she makes, I think she's a dentist or a dental assistant. So I know she has like her own former income, but like the rest of her income comes from YouTube. And like, this is her livelihood and also her hobby. And like, you're going to attack her. And like, it's just kind of like, so out of touch for me and really tone deaf. Like, totally. No, I totally agree. And the thing about Lori Hill is that like, she doesn't claim to be a professional. Like she is always talking about like, this is just my guesses based on my like educated these are my educated guesses, like based on my research and the analysis that I've done. I'm not a plastic surgeon. I haven't treated these people like she, you know, makes it abundantly clear. And she also goes out of her way. I have noticed anyways, like in her videos, she's always has like great things to say about the people that she's like analyzing. Like she never is like condescending about calling she them out. She never just, drags like, them. No, she yeah. and she didn't like she had a lot of positive things to say about Doja. It wasn't a mean-spirited video at all. So, what did she say she had done? So, she said that Doja had a nose job, which I think is very obvious. Yeah. Like very very obvious. And she also said that she probably had a blepharoplasty plasty i think that's how you say that yeah which eyes, is um yeah. her like it's i think it's like kind of like an eowl lift yeah but for plasty is like your your eye skin so right your like, eyelids yeah. yeah um and i can't remember if she she said you know probably some like light fillers like here and there but overall that was probably like 
those were her like biggest guesses like for what Doja has had done and like as far as the rhinoplasty I mean babe <clears throat> babe I mean like yeah you had a nose job you had a nose job we've all seen the purr cover the like <laughs> the even like the Amala cover like looks like a totally different person and that is fine like I don't understand the celebrity urge to deny your plastic surgery when you're a public figure and there are so many images of you spanning over the years that it's easy for somebody like Lori to like point out like basically when you had a nose job too like based on when your nose changes it's also so weird because like doja like from i this so Lori Hill has a series where she's like talks about people who are like pretty much almost natural which uh-huh. is like pretty cool because like a lot of celebrities haven't really had much done at all you know there's like the very few exceptions like rihanna who's had nothing done right like, period but like there's there are celebrities out there who haven't touched their whole face you know there's not like not everybody's ariana or fucking kim or megan fox or something but it's right. like doja did have like one or two procedures and like that's fine like the average person i feel like in the next 10 years is gonna have one or two procedures yeah with the way that plastic surgery trends are heading like that's completely normal and plus even then like if you're a celebrity you are getting your nose done like there is nobody 100 at all is born with a nose that's meant for camera yeah yeah like and that's fine like every single celebrity has had their nose done probably at least three times right most of them you know three times for doja's case probably only once but it's like Every single celebrity has had their nose done. I remember I had a friend, right, in high school whose, like, dad is, like, a very famous, like, film director or something mm-hmm. like that, right? And she's, like, has aspirations to go into film and stuff. And her nose was, like, fine. I mean, it's not, it wasn't ugly at all, but it just wasn't for film. Right. And she said from a very young age, her mom would tell her, like, you know, if you really want to get into acting, you're going to have to get your nose done. Yeah. Like, which is, like, I think a rude thing to say to a child, but also yes. it's kind of, like, it's true like but that's that's the reality of like show business and being a celebrity and like having your face under lights and cameras and especially film cameras like uh, even if even if you like are magically born with the perfect nose like i'm sure like the urge is there to like make subtle tweaks that are going to make you look better on camera it's that's your job is to look good on camera yeah and the reality is like they say cameras add 10 pounds. Like, right. I, I think the same for noses. Like, oh, I think absolutely. cameras make your nose look bigger. Absolutely. Regardless if it's big or not. Like, I look at my nose in the mirror and I'm like, it's fine. Then I look, I open my phone. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, I'm killing myself immediately. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so it's like, it's like, the, plus rhino, the thing about rhinoplasty is that it's a pretty acceptable procedure. Like, rhinoplasty isn't, doesn't have the stigma that like BBLs have. No. Or like, or like lipo has, even though everybody gets lipo or like anything else you know there's no real stigma behind getting your nose done no I don't think anybody I mean like I've had my nose done and I will have it done again and like I would never I don't feel like there I would need to hide that fact at all of course I'm not a celebrity but like if somebody asks like yeah of course I'm gonna be like yeah I I had a procedure done like I don't think that most people would feel shamed about admitting that they had had a surgery like that my whole thing when it comes to celebrities and plastic surgery is that a lot of people are like i hate when they 
don't when they aren't honest about it and I take a very different approach like I feel like denying it is a little like hmm, like it's like bitch but mm-hmm. if you just never speak about it I feel like that's fine and completely up to you because at the end of the day if you look at someone's face and then you look at their face five years ago and it looks different you can deduce that's right. either one or two things weight loss or getting plastic surgery yeah and I don't think like that I don't think there's anything wrong with not saying anything at all. But I do think that there's an issue with like lying and saying, no, I'm completely natural when in reality you've had a couple things done because and there's a couple things wrong with that. I think it's just like, like, first of all, like, why lie? Like, second of all, I mean, if you're somebody who like has a lot of young fans for example like dove cameron and completely lies about having an entire face transplant like and is always talking about like natural beauty and self-love like don't you think that's a little hypocritical yeah it's it's pretty weird especially especially dove's case because she's had a quite literal like not even plastic surgery like it's like she's like a burn survivor and got yeah. face reconstruction like it's... I mean there is not one inch of her face that hasn't been touched and that's okay that's fine there's nothing because she's gorgeous. she looks amazing I mean her results are incredible I would love to have the results that she has right now but like babe like we can pull up your pictures from when you were on shameless in like 2009 and it's not giving the same person yeah just don't confirm or deny you know yeah it doesn't (laughs) need to be said it's your personal choice to do that like i i I just think it's ridiculous when like people who have so clearly had things done are like no i've never done anything like i'm all natural And I don't know if you've ever noticed this. I was actually reading something about this today when I was like researching for this pod that there's a certain trend among celebrities that when they post their baby pictures, they'll actually Photoshop them to look more like their current day face. And there was a couple examples. One of them was Kim Kardashian. One of them was Dua Lipa. And another one was Dove Cameron. And I'm like, you're really going to go to like that extent? Oh, absolutely. And and I, I remember Ariana Grande posted her baby picture and she looked beautiful. I mean, yeah. beautiful human being, whatever. And she posts this baby picture of her when maybe she's like six or five or something. And she looked very tanned. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, obviously, like when you're like a white person and you're a child, I feel like that's the tannest you will ever get because right. like you're always outside being a child. So maybe, maybe I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, like, she genuinely was just, like, a tanned kid who was outside in Boca Raton, fucking Florida, and <laughs> popping her fucking pussy. But, um, no, like, I genuinely believe she photoshopped this picture of her to have her current day tan, because now she's not tan anymore. And I yeah. know, that was sick when I saw that, because I knew she photoshopped that. Of course. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I, I vaguely remember, like, Ariana denying that she has had her nose done which she has and I think she has done it like multiple times um but like she's never confirmed or denied like anything else which it's a very apparent especially like right now um that she has had like a lot of work done and she's she's just had something done I'm sure you've I'm sure you've noticed this too but her face looks so different right now she got a ponytail facelift that's what I thought I was thinking the same thing I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod. I feel like I have, but 
basically like my whole theory is the reason why ariana wore her hair up is for all those years is to give her like the snatch mm. and like now that she got the facelift to uh, give her that all the time that's why she's finally wearing her hair her down. hair down yeah that does make sense and i think like I'm the whole genius. asian fishing thing like how people are calling out how her eyes look different i th- I literally think that's just a side effect of the ponytail facelift it is yeah. yeah and the ponytail facelift is a very celebrity thing to do because it's so incredibly expensive mm-hmm. and it's also so celebrity in the fact that um I believe it's like 30,000 to like 50,000 crazy shit and crazy. Yeah. And um, like a lot of celebrities who have very youthful faces will get it in their twenties or early thirties to give themselves more of a mature look. Duff Cameron has done it. Bella Hadid has done it. Ariana Grande has done it and it's all aged them. I think in a good way. Yeah. But it definitely has aged Ariana. I like, cause when I think of her, the image that still comes to mind is like her face in the thank you next era when like, Her cheeks were, like, rounder. It looked like she had, like, gained a little bit of weight. And I thought she looked beautiful. She looked so good fatter. Yeah, I thought she looked really, really cute with, like, a little bit of, like, softness on her. Yeah, she looked better. Yeah, I mean, obviously she looks beautiful right now. And, like, if that's the look that she's going for, then, like, all power to her. But I, I did really like when her features were, like, a little more like softer and like dreamier and like not as harsh. I think it like lent better to her styling, but I know like she's married now and she's trying to give off a more like mature vibe, it seems. Well, yeah, I think I think that's definitely like her her Josh right now. Yeah, and that's cool that's cool. That's cute. But like my my thing with Doja, why I take such an issue with like her reaction to this video is like like I don't think that it was necessary for Doja to like respond in that way or if like if something that Lori said really wasn't accurate I mean maybe she could have just been like you know hey Lori like I watched your video um just so you know I you're right you're right about x y and z I have had those things done but I actually never had you know x y and z done i think that would have been a good response if she really felt driven to say something but the fact that doja was so angry and like literally screaming and like threatening her on her live and like made lori take down her video i think is just such like loser like it's so it's such loser behavior to me it's just sick because you're a public figure who's quite literally the pop superstar of our generation and you're going to send your legions of fans to attack this girl. Like, it gives very weird behavior. It reminds me of that one time that somebody reposted... <laughs> somebody did a reaction video to my video, my viral video on YouTube. <laughs> my, I'm sorry, my Little Pony. And um, their video got, like, a million views. And it bothered me because this was the time during, during like, this is before Adpocalypse when, like, you genuinely made so much bread off of ads on YouTube. Now right. you zilch. But... Um, it bothered me because I was just thinking about the fact that this person made like $500 or like $1,000 like off my video. Off of making fun of you? No, they didn't make fun of me, but just like reacting to it. And he was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, and so <laughs> I did a, I did a copyright claim and I got his video down because I was just tight that he made money. Like, it just bothered me. Also, like, I think that reaction videos are quite literally the worst form of content alive. They're I not. I totally agree. That's It's so lazy. You know, like, it, it gives me like very much like shoe sneaker reseller energy. Like, 
it's you know, very that. it's very that it's very like 2016 walking around the mall if like dark skins or light skins like make your <laughs> make your own content like be original if you don't want to be original and you can't be an original content creator then i don't know do porn i don't do fucking know figure something out get a real job like yeah, get on. a real job so yeah he this 30 year old man sends legions of his fans to comment on my video all over my channel i was 13 saying kill yourself i hope you die of cancer like blah 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 all this stuff Ew. and i low-key was like laughing <laughs> but also like it was crazy because then he makes a video saying my channel is ruined and i'm like dude you could have literally just messaged me and i would have untaken down the i would have undid a copyright claim and you would right. get the strike removed from your channel and then i and then you could have just taken down the video yourself like right that's fine. right like there's no need to like sick your fans and he was a bigger creator than me so it's saying they're like if you're a bigger figure than another person going after a smaller person and you know these people are going to send death threats. Like, you know exactly what you're doing when you're right. calling them out for something. Right. Like, you are a piece of shit. And you are a bad person. Like, you're just a bad person. And I mean, like, especially for somebody like Doja, whose fan base is so dedicated to her and, like, will do anything that she says. Like, of course they're going to, like, go after Lori and, like, totally come down on all her channels like because doja said so and like they're also gonna take doja's word for it if she says that she lied ignoring the fact that you can literally make your own conclusion based on the pictures it's just so annoying because Lori hill is quite literally like making videos to demystify the beauty behind celebrity because nobody is really that beautiful without help like Right. All these people, you know, celebrities are looking more and more like like Hatsune Miku and CGI characters. No, literally. I you think know. that we need people like Lori who are like talking about this stuff because, you know, some people like are constantly comparing themselves to celebrities without factoring in that they have had thousands and thousands of dollars of work done on their face to like achieve that look. Yeah, and I think I think you're like like really dumb if you think that any celebrity is natural like that's just my opinion like the only one who's natural is rihanna however like i also think like you need somebody who if you are dumb for example you need someone like Lori (laughs) hill to speak the truth i watch Lori hill just because i'm fascinated by her and also like it's nice to know that like if i want to get something done i know what to do yeah i love (laughs) her videos because like i'm just i'm interested in plastic surgery and like seeing people's like evolutions and like what they've had done and like how it's changed their face that just like really is interesting to me so that's why i like love her channel and i've loved it before this whole doja incident happened um so i really hope that Lori like doesn't take this to heart and like keeps moving and like because no other celebrity has ever called her out i don't think not that i know of no and because why would they right because then you're just like it's it's the Streisand effect, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I doubt anybody really ever thought that Doja had anything done until this moment. Right. That unless people, you know, besides like the people who are in the plastic surgery community and like are interested in that for whatever reason, like they obviously are like in the know about everything. But people who aren't in the know and aren't on fucking lipstick alley and like <laughs> wouldn't know. Face. Yeah. And then now you have this fucking Streisand effect where like she's kind of like, no, I haven't had anything done, and now everybody's gonna look at her with a fucking magnifying glass. So she just shot herself in the foot in case she ever wanted to do this or do that. You know what I mean? To make a subtle yeah. tweak. You know, it was just so dumb. She's and so dumb. I don't understand this whole thing with like I think it's a fan mentality more so than it is like the the celebrities themselves but like the like 
the refusal to acknowledge that like your fave has had any plastic surgery like them having plastic surgery does not take away from the fact that they're talented and that they do what they do are their moral character yeah you know like it's totally fine that doesn't change anything about their merit or anything but i guess it's like you know you want to believe that your fave is like perfect and doesn't need to have plastic surgery in which in reality they probably have had plenty of it by the time that you even like encountered them yeah of course and like i I don't but like i just i'm completely neutral like on that kind of thing like somebody having work done does not change my opinion of them one way or another like whatsoever and some of my like favorite celebrities have had significant work done and all that i all that i care about it is that it looks good and that they're not botching their face yeah absolutely i mean like for example like lana like i don't think that she's had a ton of work i think that she's of course had her nose job and her lip fillers but like i would never try to deny either of those things because it's abundantly clear because there's so many images of lana before and throughout her career that she's had work done and if that's what makes her happy on her face, then why? who am I to, like, make a call about that? Yeah, and it's, like, as a singer, like, and someone in the entertainment industry, you have to do work unless you're Rihanna. <laughs> I mean, Rihanna is just, like, I think the thing about Rihanna's face that makes her so, like, like, so beautiful without any, like, surgical altercations is that she's, like, very symmetrical. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of, like, if you, like, cut her head in half, like, you would probably have the exact same size on each. She's amazing. I just really want her to give me a hug so bad. Yeah, I'm I'm living for her pregnancy outfits. I keep seeing people dragging them, and I think she's actually looking really cute. Yeah, the recent one where she wore that purple coat, I thought she looked a little goofy, but I... I the, on the, uh, the Fancy Beauty runway, when she wore that green kind of, like, right. sequins... Um, thing i thought it was beautiful and that's fashion you're gonna have hits and misses regardless of whether or not you're pregnant um but what i mean like what did y'all want her to wear like a 70s floral muumu <laughs> <laughs> like she's gonna pop out in 60s mod fashion. like she's like, that's not still she rihanna even if she is eight months pregnant she's still rihanna well that's the thing is that people when it comes to pregnant women they always want to remove the like womanhood the from womanhood them and like the sexiness them, yeah. and like the especially the sexiness it's like how do you think she got pregnant child girl exactly but she got sex if she wants to feel sexy and pregnant let her feel fucking sexy and pregnant i don't think she's doing it in a way that's like trashy at not all. at all not at all you know and i love to see like women who get creative with their maternity outfits like obviously i've never been pregnant so i can't imagine how difficult that must be to like look in the mirror and see yourself deformed (laughs) like basically and be like well what the fuck like you know what i mean so you know like all for if you want to wear a muumuu and like cover yourself up completely and be giving like barefoot and pregnant good for you but like i love that like she's taking risks and like making like she's almost like wearing her like bump as an accessory yes And and i love that I really like, like, what she's doing because I don't think, like, the average American woman, like, has the resources to experiment with fashion while pregnant. Especially because at the end of the day, when you're pregnant, you just want to be fucking comfy, especially if you're in the third trimester and you're just oh, over absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. Like, and it's, like, 
but like her like she has the resources to get stuff custom fitted like while pregnant and kind of buy new clothes and just throw them out and like I kind of like how she's like treating her pregnancy as like almost like a fashion statement I think that's really cool and like obviously she's gonna miss Rihanna has missed a lot of times but it's mm-hmm. through those misses that I mean miss- missing is fashion yeah you know yeah I think it's I think it's super cool um to see I and I hope that like more women will like you know try that out if like you know if you're maybe the type of person who like would want to do that but you know is looking at yourself in the mirror and like feeling fat and ugly because you're pregnant like I hope that like her confidence in like making pregnancy like something cool and like vogue will like you know inspire some like really interesting maternity fashion yeah I definitely think this era will be kind of a cultural reset in in a couple years um that's just my theory um I also think it's just so cool that she didn't do a pregnancy announcement I know that's weird no she just popped out pregnant as fuck I think that's sick yeah like in the era of like the Beyonce twin announcement like with her pregnancy and after that with like uh Kylie not announcing it even though everyone knew and then doing the video and then Nikki doing that horrific maternity shoot. Oh and, my god, her maternity shoot, please. Yeah, and then um, Cardi doing the, like, it's just this kind of, like, artsy Vogue, like, maternity shoot era that we've been in post-Beyonce's pregnancy with the twins, I feel like is, like, kind of um, passe now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so- something so artistic about about um Rihanna just not announcing it and popping out pregnant. I think it's so cool. Because, like, what I love about, like, this era for Rihanna is that she's literally being like, yeah, I'm pregnant and I'm going to be a mother, but I'm still fucking Rihanna. Like, this isn't changing who I am and, like, this isn't changing what you've known of me. I'm just Rihanna with the baby. Which is amazing because as a woman, like, your your personhood is so stripped from you after pregnancy. Right. I mean, that's super inspiring for me. That's, like, something that when I think about, like, having kids in the future, that's, like, a big, you know, fear of mine. And so I love that she's just like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I'm Rihanna. I'm pregnant. Yeah, she's fucking amazing. I I did love Kylie's, um, like, I I really loved the Stormy one, like, the the video that she made when she got pregnant with Stormy. I thought it was so sweet. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was so gorgeous. And, like, the, the, like, footage of her telling her family, I just, like, love seeing those things. I don't care that, like, they're celebrities and it might be manicured. I just think that it's, like, so sweet and special. Yeah, I mean, it's just so beautiful. But even, yeah. like, Kylie, I find it so... So here's my theory, and I'm saying it on the pod. Um, so she definitely got induced, right? I think so too. Yeah, for yeah. the birthday. So it could be two, two, two. I think the same thing. Okay, great. Because I thought it was <laughs> just me. But even... I mean, she had to have. I mean, like, are you kidding? How iconic is that? Okay, amazing. Because I really, really thought it was just me who was like, yeah, she absolutely got induced. I mean, like. I wouldn't I mean she was already like far along enough to like it's not like she like in like induced her baby and was like the baby was like three months fucking <laughs> creamy because she wanted it to have that birth date. Obviously she was ready and like I Well like, Stormy I was a preemie. Right, I know. Cause um she wanted to do the the C section and tummy talk at the same time. That's what these celebrities do to bounce back. Yeah. And of course, I mean, 
there are people gonna be like that's so demented but i mean her job is to be quite literally the most beautiful woman in the world so right. I mean, of course she's gonna do that of it's course part of her job absolutely absolutely yeah and arguably i think that like from what i've seen kylie actually seems like the best mom like of the kardashians i don't know if that's like a unpopular opinion but i think stormy is such like a cute and well-behaved little girl and like her interactions with her i think are really cool yeah i agree like i watched a video of them baking together because like yeah i mean you know i love i don't know if it's just because i'm in my 20s so now like watching baby videos makes me happy or something right right um you know the 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 biological clock you know right it's ticking Your um, eggs are expiring. I <laughs> but I watched the video and like Stormy's like, thank you, mommy. Like, I love you, mommy. And like, that's just so sweet. I think you it's know? so cute. There's a video. I don't know if you've seen this of like she and Stormy are sitting on the couch and there's like a bowl of candy on the table. And she tells Stormy, OK, you can have a piece of candy. I'm going to go to the bathroom and pee. And then when I come back, you can have it. And Stormy's like, okay. And Kylie sets up the camera to see if Stormy's going to, like, take a piece while Kylie gets up and, like, has her back turned. And Stormy sits there and she sings to herself and she's like, patient, patient. And, like, (laughs) it's so, so adorable. She is so cute. She's an adorable, adorable baby. If I had, like, if someone went up to me, like, if, if a dove, right? (laughs) <laughs> if a dove appeared to me and was like hey so i'm god i'll be like oh hey god what's up and he's like hey girl he's like hey girly hey girl boss so if you kill yourself right now i will make you possess the body of stormy for the rest of your life you'll forget all your memories and you will be stormy oh i'd be like um i'm absolutely where's the like, gun yeah like d- like done deal right like now. done deal i will become stormy webster and yes. that's <laughs> i made that joke when grimes was pregnant I was like, I will die right now if I can be reincarnated as Grimes' baby and, like, be born with the innate knowledge that comes with being the combination of Elon Musk and Grimes. Oh, no, that baby is fully, like, his first words were 01011101. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's so iconic. I'm also, like, I love Grimes. Me too. She will always be, like, I will always have a soft spot for her because I love her music so much, even though she is, like, completely detached from reality as we know it and i love that for her well good for her every single celebrity is detached from reality at least she's honest about it yeah she's just doing it in a more fun way like come on like there there is nothing that will ever like permeate my mind the way that her holding the communist manifesto (laughs) wearing like a dune outfit she literally looked like fucking wanda from wandavision literally she did i know x dune and she's holding this communist manifesto, simply not reading it, like simply for just the photo flipping op. through the pages for the paparazzi. Like just after she fucking broke up with fucking Elon Musk, and oh yeah, it, that was right after that. It's just so iconic. I'm like, this is literally history, right? That has to be like in my top ten like celebrities calling the paparazzi on themselves moment. Oh yeah, and she looked so good. I would fuck up that outfit. Oh my god, so cute. <laughs> I can't. Um, she's another one. I love her lip fillers. I don't know if you've noticed. I, I she's think... got her lips done. Oh yeah. I mean, her lips are huge, and they're almost like too much. But I think it really suits her. Well, like she has a very she has a um a full face. You know, like she yeah she's not like one of those like Bella Hadid characters who have like very like sharp like you know people like me who have like sharp features. Like she's very much 
full and i feel like she's very more like she has like very like elven features which which suits her perfectly and when you have like that softness to you like and that fullness to you like lip fillers look really really good you know yeah and i kind of have that too i mean like my face is rounder like i definitely don't have like chiseled cheekbones or anything else my face has kind of like a softness to it um and my lip fillers are like the best decision i've ever made are you kidding yeah you look fantastic I actually have to get them redone. It's been about a year. You did um, half a mil the first time? I did half a mil. I think this time I'm going to go closer to a full one um, because right. I loved the look of it. But like, I don't know. I just, well, after like, it gets unswollen, you're like, oh, my God, it looks so small. You know? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. For the first couple days. Oh, my God. I looked like the cock destroyers. And I was lo- but I loved it. Like, I didn't yeah. want it to fade. <laughs> I was like, let me not put this Arnica gel on, child. Like, let me keep the bruises. <laughs> yeah, do the full mill. Fuck it. And, um, like, in the, the, like, following days after I got it done, like, I had, like, super obvious bruising and, like, needle marks. And I thought it was so camp. Like, and it was. And it was. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went out and I was like, mm, like, like, I had, like, blood, like, running down my face from, like, the needle pricks. And I was like, mm, it's camp. I have a truth to spell. Uh-huh. I'm sick of women feeling like they have to be snatched. To- I completely agree. Like, this whole, like, like lifted, like, snatched, like, pricked and pulled, like, like no buckle fat, like, high cheekbones, chiseled mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, are you trying to be a man? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like, obviously, like, there's, like, the Bella Hadids of the world. who I mean, she paid to have that face, but it's, like, people, I feel like they want to be Bella Hadidified so bad, but it's, like, I get it because she's like quite literally the most beautiful woman in the world. But it's like, I get it. Like, obviously, like, but it's like, like women are supposed to be full. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I love like. So I don't know if you know like what this is, but and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But there's like this school of thought that's called like the kib or like kibby mm-hmm. typing, and basically like it like analyzes your features and it tells you on a scale like where you land, where like your yin which is masculine or sorry yin which is feminine features and yang which is masculine features like your Mm -hmm. percentage of that if you're like naturally more yin naturally more yang and bella hadid's face now i think is like very yang because her face is so chiseled but like i think there's it's so underrated like that marilyn monroe like soft very feminine type of beauty i think is like something that's kind of like fallen out of trend and i personally love it it will never get old for me yeah and like like yeah yeah (laughs) and like i i I will never be like i'm not bella hadidified like i'm not like super snatched i have rounded cheekbones they're not super hollow i have really big round eyes and like thick bushy eyebrows and like my features are just not as harsh and snatched and like runway as hers but like i think that like that is just as i think that's almost if not more like a little more eye-catching than like you know instagram face especially yeah, I mean, I feel like women, for example, I feel like are so concerned with having that, like, yang face. And mm-hmm. I find it very interesting because, like, when you reach your 30s, like, you're gonna have that face regardless. Right. So, like, why? And that's my thing with, like, buccal fat removals. Like, dude, 
you are gonna look so like a skeleton when you're like 50 you like taking up all the baby fat out of your cheeks when you're like what 19 yeah i've like, contemplated just... getting that done actually but because of that and, reason i would and i have and i have too but then i realized like i like you should just embrace like that is something that you should just embrace while you have it because when you lose it you can't get it back yeah and i mean the reality is like like there are beautiful aspects of aging and like one of the beautiful aspects of becoming older is like losing some of your fleshiness and like your softness and becoming more angular like my mother for example has the most beautiful cheekbones i've ever seen in my entire life your mother is gorgeous thank you and she's beautiful thank you and part of the reason why her cheekbones look so sickening i think is just the fact that she's like 47 yeah you know and like she doesn't have fat like buckle fat anymore you know yeah and like i don't know i think maybe if you have like an abnormally like if you have like really bad chipmunk cheeks i would maybe consider something like that but if you have a round face there's so many ways to accentuate that and make it look so beautiful yeah and there's even models that have like rounder faces and like rounder cheekbones and chins and still like are stunning on the runway yeah i have i have a fuller I have fuller cheekbones too. People will be like, what are you talking about? But like the bottom of my face, like, mm-hmm. but I kind of, I don't know. I kind of like my cheeks. My mom always commented them when I was little. So, Aw, that's yeah. so cute. Sometimes you have to think about it. Like, did my mom love this when I was young? If the answer is yes, then it, just then, stop like, hating yourself a little leave more. Leave it alone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mom, my something... mom has never said my nose is cute. So. Yeah, no, I mean, so <laughs> I mean, my mom let me, my mom let me do it when I was <laughs> in middle school. She so, let like, you have it. She was like, yeah, okay, girl. Do you want to talk about Ukraine? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, like, I... Honest, like, to be totally honest, despite having a military boyfriend, I'm not totally educated on, like, why this is even happening. I have, like, the bare-bones grasp. But, like, what I've been seeing on social media in the past few days, and I'm sure you've been seeing it too, is, like, this idea of people who are, like, don't make jokes about the draft and don't like you know we shouldn't be talking about anything else other than like what's going on in Ukraine right now and here are these like petitions that you should be signing and like charities that you could be donating to like child what is a position like what is a petition going to do to Vladimir Putin so here we are in the neoliberal war room right. Anna and Dasha how's it going <laughs> hey <laughs> um basically i find it really interesting because it's the same exact people who like made cards and like uh-huh. made infographics who are now like demonizing cards and are saying that they're not credible and they're not helpful and now they're saying just watch the news even though a year ago they said the news is bad because it's biased and i guess the news is not biased anymore. and not reliable right? and i'm sitting here like what the fuck do you guys actually genuinely believe in like well, I think it's just like people parroting what they've seen on social media. And if like the prevailing attitude that day is that cards are bad and that you should just like listen to the experts, then that's what they're going to say. But yeah, if like absolutely. somebody else is like, no, like we should be like organizing online and like that, like that's what they're going to do. But also, they just like, can't the, form their own opinion. The way that I see it, it's like. I think the best news you can get when it comes to current events really is social media and not social media through the use of like dumbass infographics, but like just actual people who are tweeting, like literal mm-hmm. real people who are just giving like, what do they call it in school? 
primary sources. Primary sources. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just these genuine primary sources. Like, a new news will never be a primary source unless it's some, like, let's say, it's, like, some Vox reporter who's, like, on our Vice or whatever, who's, like, on the scene. Like, that's a little different, but... I, I saw this one video, I think it was Vice, of, like, this guy who was, like, in Ukraine, like, recording people getting, um, like, in front of people who were getting arrested and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, that's primary source. But besides that, it's, like, the best people we can look at is just people tweeting, recording, going live, and recounting their firsthand primary source experience about an event. Like, I remember BLM, like, I did not look at the news once. Like, I was just looking on Twitter because... The real shit that I was gonna get was people tweeting and recording videos from the protests. You know, right. obviously you'll, you'll never know the full story, but like seeing these people getting arrested and beat up and fucking brutalized, like that is primary source. Like you're never gonna get it from the news, but it's like, why are you saying don't go on a car, don't go on an infographic, watch the news? Like I thought the whole point was that you need to embrace primary sources. Like you know what I mean? Because like misinformation, regardless, the media will always be misinformation. You know? Yeah, and I do think like neoliberals online are gonna like take an issue and run with it, and like kind of like center it around their viewpoint in like themselves, basically. And so in that way, like they're almost kind of like being just as biased as like the news. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, there is a difference between like hearing from people who are actually like in ukraine and like like hearing what's going on for them seeing reporters who are like actually on site and like that kind of thing is different than like some teenager in minnesota that's making an info thread on twitter yeah absolutely and it's just it's just so dumb because um i have no idea what i was about to say (laughs) (laughs) well the other thing that i have like found really interesting like recently is that like i've been seeing Of course, I know that you've seen this, like, and because this joke has been happening for, like, since the beginning of the pandemic, but people who are, like, all people who are tweeting, like, I'm so done with living through, like, historical events. You know what I mean? And it's, like, girl, like, where you're sitting in your bedroom in suburban America, like, what, (laughs) like, you're not, like, on the ground in Ukraine right now. It'll be, like, first 9-11, then, co- then the recession, then COVID, then the pandemic. I mean, then that's Lana Del Rey using the losing the Grammy to Billie Eilish, <laughs> and then Lana Del Rey posting for the culture. <laughs> it's like, girl, like, like none of us were alive for 9-11-1. and if we were, we were like two, yeah, three. Like, um, the financial recession. I don't know. Like, I still was getting toys, so I don't really know. No, how much same. I like, wasn't I, working. I didn't bitch. know there was a. Re- I didn't know shit about that. I didn't know shit about shit. I was just living. I was a child. <laughs> I wasn't working. I don't know how it affected yeah. my parents. And then COVID. It's like, well, bitch, you're 18 years old. You clearly were partying. You know what I mean? And <laughs> like, it's like okay, when the we're summer all, hit, we're all going through COVID. Like, what? Like, it's not like there's bombs going off. <laughs> like, we're just adapting to the time and now it's like wars are happening overseas and it's like wow like i'm so done with living through historical events like babe you're still going to starbucks for your morning coffee like i, I think you're good also like i'm really sorry but like i don't want to negate anyone's experience with covid because like not being able to graduate and for example my sister uh-huh spent her entire junior and senior year of high school online which is like, yeah horrible. that sucks and like even me like my sophomore year of and freshman year of high school of college was spent online sucks mm-hmm. you know but it's like listen like besides that which is genuinely terrible and stuff besides these kids running around mass in school it's horrific it's so bad like mama like the cold war was literally 
<laughs> like 50 years long it only happened like 30 years ago and these kids would literally have to do bomb like rehearsals right <laughs> like my like... circle event like world war ii hello like i don't know i think people are so catastrophic and like like you know it's raining cats and dogs no, not raining cats and dogs i can't it's <laughs> <laughs> like they're so like the sky is falling about everything which is like so sick and like but that's like also like not to give alex jones but, like that's what they want us to think no you know? absolutely i mean i feel like that's a very gen z mentality is like to like completely overreact about like and yeah. like constantly doom about it yeah like doom tweeting and, like, like you're affected online, by it like doom scrolling yeah like doom tweeting doom scrolling like it's almost like, like, I don't know if you remember this. When COVID, like, first started, I, it seems like people wanted it to get worse. Yeah. Like, they were, like, waiting for it. And, like, they just wanted, like, a reason to, like, doom scroll. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people people are so fucking annoying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, are you really... Like, babe, you're not Katniss Everdeen. Like, just please relax. Please take but a deep breath. That's what these people want. You know, I they remember. Do. I feel like I'm rehashing this. I told you that story about one time I was visiting my friend who was like a grade below me. She just moved into college. She went to Pace, too. And I, she went to my, um, my a high school around my area. She was in my drama club, whatever. And I was like, you should really go to Pace. I feel like you'll love it. And you know, I felt like sabotaging her. And <laughs> you set her up for failure. I was plotting on her downfall. And I visit her because I was like, you know what? That'll be sweet. We got food. It was great. And she's talking to me about how basically like she was undergoing like this like kind of like empathic like overload. Like uh-huh. in terms of like seeing all the stuff that's going on and like thinking about like BLM and the racism and blah, 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 blah. And like kind of like just having this overload crisis, this white girl about like everything that's going on in the world. And talking about like America and stuff and like right. you know I get it like I get it I do like you know especially when you're in that age where you're becoming a lot more aware like I feel like it could get very overwhelming and like right. I'm not gonna demonize this girl however like she was saying like you know like I just feel like it's like so bad for like gays here and women and I'm sitting there like mama like babe what I was like if you were a woman in Albania you'd kill yourself yeah like if, if like me like if I was gay in Albania like I would kill myself like you would have been stoned in the street before you had the chance <laughs> not stoned <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Saudi Arabia but you know like they hung you from your toes in the town square maybe like halfway between America and Saudi Arabia in terms of homophobia you know right like, I like... mean like it's just definitely not as and like we have had this conversation before it's like you can walk down the street and like be fine you know what I mean yeah and it's like girl like like just be be aware of your privilege you know like that's why when i just posted that tiktok literally last night about thir- like because i saw this tiktok of this girl going like america's a third world country in a gucci belt in and a gucci I belt <laughs> and i was like girl like if i go back home there are landmines on the ground and there are wild dogs that don't fear humans and um i didn't say this in the tiktok but also like there i remember when i went back home i was 13 this was like seven years ago and there are literal, this is in Kosovo, and there are buildings that are, like, the facade of the building is completely, like, ravaged by bombs, but it's uh-huh. still there because, obviously, who the fuck is going to take it down? And then there's, right. like, literal spray paint in Albanian that says, like, get out of here, you know? Yeah. Either in reference to the Kosovars who need to, like, flee and, like, find refuge somewhere, or maybe it's in reference to the Serbians. Who right, are who are, like, invading, yeah. Yeah, or some shit like that, but literal, like 
war-torn countries that haven't recovered in 20 years. Of course, like in the city is a whole different experience, but in terms of the real people who live in these areas that are not the city and not the capital, I mean, they're going through it and it's third world. And I'm like, you guys have no, and then I get these comments that are like, go to Idaho or Mississippi. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about Idaho or Mississippi for one. And then for two, it's like, yeah, I get it. I'm sure infrastructurally, like these states are worse off than where we live, like, or where you used to live in New York, where like we have right. the best it's running water in the country like best tap water in the country whatever but it's like dude like even then we're still not third world and being impoverished in america versus being impoverished in fucking kosov is are totally two different yeah, things totally different and it's like yeah there are definitely parts of this country that are like more neglected and like underfunded and like need more help but even i don't think you would ask those people if they feel like they live in a third world country or like to compare their experience to like people who do i don't think they would agree whatsoever no and in fact those places are probably like they're probably like not really like like i just think they would never think about it like that no they wouldn't i feel like it's people who don't live here who are upset about that upset about these places in fucking America who don't live in those places who are like, what about this? It's like, I don't even think you live there, child. And it's the people that have never been to places like that. And they're not thinking about like random ass Bible Belt poor states when they say that America is a third world country. No, they're thinking about New York City. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're, they're not thinking about like the very legitimate reasons that you could maybe argue that there are some infrastructural and like economic issues in like some parts of this country. That's not the reasoning behind that statement. Like, bitch, come on. And then we I have fucking this... Disney World. Like, we're not a third world country. Bitch. We, we have... have Disney World, Disneyland, and five million Six Flags. Yeah. My my country does not have a, a roller coaster. We have fucking Wizarding World of Harry Potter, bitch. Like, you're <laughs> not gonna stand here and call this country a third world country. It's, we it's... have butter beer. This is heaven. Right. <laughs> I need I I would love some butterbeer right now. Oh, I've never I've never had it and I've never been to Universal. It's so good. Universal's also pretty amazing. Well, because I don't like know anything or really care about Harry Potter. Like I'm Me not, neither. Like, I, I'm not a hater, but I just like I never got into it, so I don't have like the urge to like go and see that shit. I'm sure it's super cool. No, it's just cool. I've never seen any of that either, but it's it was just pretty sick. And I, mean, I was also I love, high the whole time. So. I love me some Disney World. Like, don't get it twisted. I would love to go. Honestly, my Disney adultification is happening the moment I. Have <laughs> well, I feel like when you get into the park, like it's a little bit different. It's like the people who live in like fucking Mississippi and like they don't go anywhere without wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Like, that's, like, a that's a legitimate issue. But, like, when you're in the Disney bubble, yeah, of course I'm going to put some fucking Minnie Mouse ears on and run around. Like, of course I'm going to stand next to the princesses and Kiki with them. I'm in Disney. I'm When's paying, like, $20,000. Huh? When's the last time you've been to Disney? The last time I went to Disney was my high school graduation. Oh, my God. How was it? It was so fun. I, like, had the time of my life. Like, I loved it. But the thing was, like, I went with my family, and my little sister was at the age where, like, it was super uncool for her. Like, yeah. I was I was 18, and she was probably, like, 13 mm-hmm. or 14. Yeah, 14. And so she was, like, so embarrassed to be there and, like, didn't want to, like, lean into it and, like, 
Like, I wanted to. I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, we're literally at Disney World. That's Mickey Mouse. Like, <laughs> nobody can tell me that that is not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no, you have to just, like, like be part of the collective delusion that is Disney World. Well, because it's fun. That's what you pay for. Like, yeah. you pay to be delusional for, like, 10 days or however long you're there. <laughs> I need to go back. See, last time I went to Disney, I was, like, my first and only time I've been there, I was, like, nine, I think. So I think I was, like, a little too old. Yeah, there is a weird, like, kind of age where unless you're really into it, like, you're kind of too old and you think you're too cool for it. Yeah. Like, I was too... I mean, I had a great time. I was just... Of course, it's fucking Disney World, but I had a, I was a little too old, but also like too young to lean into it. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like if I was a little younger, like it would have been like, oh my God, like that's dead ass Mickey Mouse. But I was like too old to like the, like the fun rides that I could go on. Like I was too scared of, you know? Right. It's like when you're young, you like get really that like magical experience of like really like living in the fantasy. And then you age out of that for a little bit. And then I feel like when you like become a teenager or like sometimes even later, like you gain another um appreciation, a sense of appreciation for it. It's the Disney Magic second win. It's like no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Let's go to Disney. I would love, love, love to go to Disney World like anytime. I, I want to go next year because um my sister is turning 21. And so I'm like, can you imagine how fun it would be to be fucked up at Disney World? Okay, I'm coming. Like, yeah. yeah I'm like, coming. Hell yeah. I'm about to be fucked up on fucking Space Mountain. I see Mickey and I'll, because I'm drunk, <laughs> I'm I'll like, dead ass. Oh think that's Mickey. my God. Yeah. It's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, that is literally fucking Mickey Mouse. That's Michael yeah, Mouse. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Like, and that's the thing with me is like, I like to do I like I like to lean into it and like I like to do that kind of shit. I'm the type of person who will like stand in line and like hang out with the princesses and stuff because I know that's like probably corny, but I just think it's so fun because they do like improv with you. <laughs> they do? Oh yeah. I mean like they will they I mean they're fully into it. Like when you you nobody can tell them that they are not Elsa. they're they're elsa down bitch i if i saw elsa i would lose my mind why no i actually low-key got emotional like (laughs) when i met elsa like i low-key was trying not to like tear up because i was like oh my god elsa i'd be like elsa i'm so proud of you girl no i was like elsa you like you slayed that like you overcame your anxiety like you ate down girl and she was like um okay but like um (laughs) yeah it's it's so fun i i love seeing that um i think it's like so cute oh my god you know what we should do when we go to disney we should like give mall video and we'll go up to we'll go up to elsa and be like are you a lesbian (laughs) and we'll find out the truth wait have you ever seen that video um so they have like marvel at disney world now and there was a video there was a video of somebody asking the actor who was playing Captain Marvel if she could say gay rights, and she said no. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Ah, that's so fucking funny to me. I get it, because then every single person would go up to her and say gay rights. Oh, yeah. No, I totally get yeah. it. But, like, I just think that's so funny. She, like, refused to say it on camera. Also, like, like gay, like, gay people would ruin the magic of Disney, because gay people are inherently... Unmagical. Well, the Disney gays are definitely a breed. 
Wait, I need to find this video. I've seen this. It's simply hilarious. Like, I cry every time I watch it. She's like, um, no. I, I don't know if I can say that. Okay, thank you. I, think- I, I, I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, she's, like, so caught off guard. Also, so beautiful. She's gorgeous. Honestly, it's kind of fucked up to ask somebody, like, that's literally just trying to make a paycheck. <laughs> Like, girl, like, you're going to ask do that. Captain Marvel, like, what are your thoughts on Palestine? Right. <laughs> like, what is she, what was she supposed to say? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Elsa, can you please say, let's go, Brandon? <laughs> she would say it. <laughs> like, I imagine like, Elsa I feel like Anna, Anna wouldn't say it, but I feel like Elsa would say it. No, I feel like Anna's, like, very much a liberal, but, like, Elsa is very like maga to me yeah she she does kind of she does kind of give maga (laughs) wait i'm just making shit up (laughs) literally speaking gibberish like okay which one of the celebrity print i mean which one of the disney princesses are maga (laughs) snow white i feel like rapunzel is not maga i feel like she's very neolib oh yeah (laughs) for sure she's very much like posting infographics and is like save those hurdles Ariel's women for Trump as fuck. Oh yeah, I'm mean, Eric. I mean, come on. You're I mean, come on. <laughs> Hello. Belle, Belle is like she kind of gives me communist vibes. Yeah, Belle gives me neoleb vibes. Yeah. Maybe it's just because of Emma Watson. Like I think she like thinks that she's like a commie. Right, right, right. She like reads theory. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like she's and... read like the first two chapters and then said she read she read theory. Right, and then she tweets about it. Like she definitely tweets about it. Yeah, like, she definitely has a hammer and sickle in her bio. So fucking true. She's sickening. I love Belle. She was my favorite when I was a kid. <laughs> this is her second time talking about Disney I princesses know, on this pod. Like, our Disney adult serve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> um, do you have anything else on your mind? Like, because I should have wrote down stuff on my docket, but I didn't. No, I really did want to talk about Doja. I'm glad that we, like, had that discussion. Um, moral of the story is, yeah, girl, get your nose snatched. Don't lie about it. Yeah, absolutely. I want to think about about something else to talk about. Let me look at Google News. <laughs> let's, like, try Let's try to talk about current events and see what happens. We tried to talk about Ukraine, and we ended up talking about liberals. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's a current event. The season finale of Euphoria is in two hours. I was going to say Trump is announced that he's running for 2024. No! Did he actually? Yeah, he announced it last night at I the CPAC. Girl, like, at that point, you're 76. Do you know what's wild, though? Like, I think if he ran again in 2024, I think he would absolutely win. See, I don't think he would win. I, I don't. And I also don't think he would get the nomination again. That's my thing. You don't I, think so? I don't think so. But I do think that the Republican will win this next election. I mean, yeah. I mean, because after fucking Sleepy after Joe. After Biden. Like, yeah. <laughs> not Sloppy Joe. I don't know. I kind of think he would win. Honestly, only because, like... Like, after, like, these gas prices, like, I think everyone would just be fed up, really. I just don't think the GOP conservatives are going to give him the nomination again. Like, I think he just, like, gave them so much shit last time. They they want somebody who's going to be, like, just do what they want him to do. That's true. Like, Trump is too much of a handful. Like, he throws tantrums too often. They're like, we don't want to deal with this. But I think a lot of people miss Trump. 
Oh, like, I so definitely agree. People. I definitely agree. I don't know if I miss him. I don't really think I do. <laughs> I don't necessarily like miss him as a president, but I do miss how funny he was. Like that man is comical. Yeah, I I do kind of miss some of the tweets. They were a little ridiculous. They were funny as fuck. Like, are you kidding? And even just like some of the shit that he would say, like the way that he phrases things, like is just was hilarious to me. And at that time, like obviously I didn't want to laugh because I was like, ew, Trump is <laughs> that. But like now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, damn, he should have just gone into like stand-up comedy. Like I, I went know. through the same exact thing after he lost 2020. And I was like, I like afterwards when I like unliberaled myself and, right. and took the apolitical pill. I <laughs> um I literally was like, oh, yeah, like, this guy is kind of hilarious. No, I mean, like, he's always been hilarious. He's always been hilarious. I feel like if he just stuck to, like, reality TV and, like, never went into politics, he'd be so, like, so popular. Yeah. But Trump I, I, should start a podcast. <laughs> so, I think he he should. I would. I think I would unironically listen to it. I would listen. Absolutely, I would. To just see the unhingedness? Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on Euphoria? Um, I'm excited for the finale. Um, I, I heard a lot of people like kind of had mixed feelings on last week's episode. I personally enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, my only thing is I feel like they have so much to wrap up just in one episode now. Yeah, but, like, the way that I see it, like, I honestly loved last week's episode. Like, I thought it was so iconic. Yeah, I thought it was, like, really innovative and and really cool to watch. Like, the entire time while watching it, like, I thought, like, this is some, like, meta cool shit. And, like, just the fact that, like, Lexi's whole character is, like, being a bystander. And then, like, her entire play is about her, like, revealing the things that she saw while bystanding right like, I, I, yeah i thought i, I thought there that. was something so meta about it it was so cool i loved that too but i don't know i think i think people honestly like i don't know like what are your critiques of euphoria because i think a lot of people like say it's this terrible show and i just really disagree i don't think it's a masterpiece but like I don't think it's, like, this awful, awfully written show the way that people seem like it is. No, I don't at all. Like, I definitely don't think the writing this season has been as bad as people, like, have been making it out to be. I mean, I felt, like, really engaged the whole time. Um, my, I guess, like, my critiques of Euphoria are that sometimes it's just, like, very up its own ass. Yeah, like, it's, like, pretentious. Yeah, and, like, yeah. you know, that's fine. I can deal with that. I think, like... I think the the characters are so interesting and so well written that like something like that doesn't really bother me as much because I do genuinely like care about what I'm watching. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's very character driven. Like I feel like all the characters' motivations are very clear and mm-hmm. like, they all of it makes sense to me. Like even like Cassie sleeping with Nate like makes sense to me. Although like I do miss season one Cassie and I miss how I can relate to her because like I can't relate to this nonsense. Yeah, I do feel like Cassie's character did kind of like take a really dramatic turn and I did really like season one Cassie like but like I'm okay with it in favor of like the direction that the plot is moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you need a fucking villain. You need something to happen. Yeah, and it's like 
I think my thing with like Sam Levinson is that he does tend to like write himself into a corner. Like now he has like these loose threads that are like, where is Cal? And like, what the fuck is Rue going to do now that she owes this lady like 10K? Like, I I get to me, it's all going to be answered tonight. I hope so. But like, I, I think she'll, I think definitely some things will be left open for the next season but i do like want to see a resolution or at least like another interesting chapter development about like cal um i don't give a fuck about this whole thing with nate's mystery brother me neither i don't care about that at all also from what i understand like it was an accident oh really yeah i don't know i don't (laughs) i don't try to buy into any of the rumors i think they're all fake but like Apparently, like, Sam, like, accidentally, like, put Nate's brother, like, put another brother, like, in the family photo. That is so... <laughs> if that's true, that's hilarious. I mean, he's a crackhead. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't him. put it past him. No, exactly. <laughs> um, But, like, that whole thing, like, I don't care. Like, this is not Riverdale. That's what bothers me a lot about, like, the new fandom of, like, Euphoria is that they have all these, like crackhead theories and i'm like babe this is not a cw show this is an hbo show yeah i agree like i think also like not everything not everything needs to like shows need mystery you know some of my least favorite things about like steven universe (laughs) (laughs) so at the end of the series right when i started watching the show i was like 13 or whatever I, i think it concluded when i was like 17 uh-huh. And one of the things I really just disliked about it was just the fact that, like, everything was, ex- like, explained away. And, like, sometimes, like, I-, I-, I miss how, like, in old shows of the 2000s and before, like, certain shit was up to you to, like, think about and, right, like, figure out what happened. Yeah, and I think that's a strength in writing. Like, you should trust your audience. Like, I don't think that you need to explain literally every single detail of every instance to your audience. Yeah, like, think about one of the most iconic things of television ever fucking avatar last airbender with zuko like right you never really know i mean in the comics they explain it and i'm not ever gonna read a comic because that's fucking nerdy and i wouldn't yeah but no, I, I wouldn't do that either apparently in the comics like they explain what happened to zuko's mom but in the show you never really they tell you a little bit but you never really know the full truth and like i think that's amazing like you need you need the mystery and you need like the to like really make fan canon and like fan theories and like fan fiction i mean that's what makes it fun to engage with a piece of media yeah you know what i mean like i think i think you're kind of like infantilizing and like retardationing your (laughs) yeah your audience audience. if like you don't trust them enough to like do that and you feel like you have to explain everything for like i don't know fear of backlash yeah absolutely i mean you just think your audience dumb and i just i just don't appreciate that about people nowadays they need everything explained but like what happens to the mystery you know what i mean no yeah i like i personally love watching something and then like you know talking about it or thinking about it afterwards and like coming up with my own conclusions about like what i'm seeing i i love a show that can like do that for me and i think euphoria is like one of those shows and i think that's why so many people find it so engaging I mean, they say it all the time with with shows with magic systems. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing you can do to ruin a show with magic is, is over explain. Yeah. Is explain the magic. Like right. magic is supposed to be magical and shows are supposed to be a little like 
not confusing but mysterious like you and need like the suspend your suspend your disbelief yeah absolutely and people nowadays they just they're just so fucking dumb and there is a difference between like doing something like that and then leaving just like obvious gaping plot holes which i think like euphoria needs to tie up some of these things in order to like not have that happen yeah absolutely um and like i guess my biggest thing with that is like I, like i never liked cat i was never gagging over her i never really was interested in her storyline and her me fucking... neither i didn't care about her camming like that just was <laughs> by far the least interesting thing to me about season one me too and then when people are like what happened to cat like i don't care and also like sometimes i'm sorry like it, the whole point of a fucking show sometimes is that some people fade in the background if the season doesn't call for it. Like, right. if the writing doesn't... And writing is a very natural thing if you have good characters and, like, Euphoria does have good characters. And right. the character in a good show and a good piece of media, like, the writing should lead itself... No, the characters should lead itself to the writing rather than the writing leading itself to the characters. Totally. And I, I read this. I don't know if this is true. But I read that the reason that Kat is so absent from the season is that they wrote an eating disorder plotline for her. And Barbie Ferrero, like, was really against it and didn't want to film scenes and got in a big argument with Sam Levinson and basically resulted in, like, everything being cut. Well, I don't know how true that is, but, like, because it is a rumor, but I also believe in it because, like, to be perfectly fucking honest, girl, like, that girl probably she's not a fucking actress she's a model and this is her first gig ever and she probably doesn't have the fucking chops to not only dragging this poor girl she doesn't have the the (laughs) acting chops to like not be triggered by that storyline because i'm sure she has a history with an ed being a model yeah um funny fact fun fact um i followed barbie ferreira back when she was like a big tumblr girl her tumblr was barbie knox Mm mm-hmm and she followed me back for a period of time. <gasps> Sorry, I just gagged. <laughs> I know, I know, which I think is so crazy that she's, like, on TV now. It's, like, really cool for me to see her. But Well, like, you guys were besties. Like, obviously, we hung out constantly. <laughs> That'd be me thinking that I'm, like, one of my mutuals and my, <laughs> my friends, even though they're fully not. <laughs> uh, we have never had a conversation. Like, maybe she, like, liked your reblog for me once or twice, but that was the extent of our, con- like, <laughs> contact ever. Um, but I do know that, like, she has, like, had some struggles in the past. She used to blog about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, that definitely could have been an issue for her. And I totally understand why she might not have wanted to like follow that especially like uh, you know it is a rumor i don't know if it's true she might have just had like creative differences with sam levinson over other things or just like didn't get along with them or you know etc etc obviously it's not hurting her career because she's in the new jordan peel movie she is yeah she's in nope oh good for her yeah i don't but... know like i just I-, I love the show i think it's so iconic like i think it's one of the first shows of its kind, to be perfectly honest. Like, yeah. Where, like, the teen stuff is so real and so raw. And then people... Uh, obviously, there was a whole thing on TikTok. Where people were like, this isn't realistic. And I'm like, okay, what okay. schools did you guys go to? Right. Because right. let me know. Because it seems a lot less traumatizing than any of our Right, then what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, 
No, I love it too. I'm really excited for the finale. I hope to God that Fez doesn't die. I don't think he's dying. I don't think so either, but I, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I read the spoilers a couple weeks ago and no. I I didn't know what I was reading until I finished the comment and I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. No. Oh, and, oh my um, God. Yeah, I mean, I will obviously like I won't spoil it for you, and I won't like say it because like, and I don't also know if it's true. But everything else on the screenshot that I found um, has happened so far. Oh God! I know. Well, a bitch is fucking nervous then. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm very nervous. If Fez dies, I'll be really upset. Uh, he's honestly one of my favorite characters. He's great, and he's so fucking hot. Yeah, I think he's so cool. Like, his actor, especially, I just, like, I, I feel like he seems, like, very cool. Oh, yeah. I remember when people were saying that he has a black set, and then he recorded a video of him, how he normally talks. He's like, I'm a fucking method actor. Like, this is just how I have to talk all the time for my role. And I also, I like, laugh talking, more in my life. he just talks slow. Yeah, but I guess that means you're black. Right. The racists are showing showing their fucking true colors. And I mean, like, he's a drug dealer kid in L.A. <laughs> like, I don't think that, like, the way Fez talks is really, like, out of place. Absolutely. You think this kid's going to be like, well, hello there, good fellow. How are you? Right. Doing? <laughs> How are we doing today on this fine morning? Like, and I have, yeah. known, I have known so many kids like Fez, and they all spoke like him. Yeah, what else are going to sound like? Fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. They have a transatlantic accent. Like, no, girl. (laughs) (sighs) Do you want to wrap? Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.